Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. On today's show, we will di- discuss uh, the latest episode of Game of Thrones. We have two beer f- reviews for you uh, this week because uh, we're struggling this week. And uh, we're going to talk about NBA playoffs. We are going to uh, jump right into it. And uh, I guess I'll introduce everybody. Um I was going to start, but who, who the hell cares? I'm your host, Tommy McGrail. With me tonight is Dan Mara, Rich Cakel, and Roland Varielli. Um, so, latest episode of Game of Thrones, uh, episode four. <laughs> that, 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 really sounds, that really sounds like someone's taking a piss. Yeah, that didn't go over well. <laughs> I started doing that. I was making a lot more noise than I than I, I thought it would, and then I was like, "Fuck it, <laughs> it's too late now." Look, that's almost Dan, do you have the most sensitive fucking microphone in the entire world? <laughs> for for those of you at home, uh, Dan is having uh, uh, dinner or making dinner or whatever. I don't even know, Dan. What are fucking you doing? Pissing in his dinner. <laughs> uh, well, I'm getting everything set up so I could. Uh, Stealthily eat while I uh, yeah okay <laughs> it uh-huh. didn't work step okay. one didn't go over well um, all right <laughs> so uh, tonight on tonight's episode we're going to uh, try and avoid uh, Dan messing with the sound uh, by making dinner and uh, the two beer reviews that we have for you tonight are. I will be reviewing uh, Duvel. It's a single fermented Belgian golden ale. And Rowan will be reviewing uh, Captain Lawrence's Powder Dreams. Uh, It's a New England IPA. So uh, we all watched the Game of Thrones uh, latest episode. Dan, turn down your uh, TV. I think I assumed that was Dan. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And I was right. And I was right. Damn, it's like on um, seven. You can barely hear it now. So uh, we watched uh, Game of Thrones. It was episode four of the last season, um, and uh, we have mixed reviews on this. I, I thought it was a great episode. I mean, I, I think everyone's in agreement that it was a good episode, um, but I know from our chat. Uh, today that uh, kind of feels uh, like the storyline is rushed and and uh, what do we think here? What do, what are we thinking? I know I know a lot of people had a lot of uh, disagreements in the chat today, so I'll I'll let it uh, air out in the cast. <laughs> let it air out. Let it all air out. Uh, Go ahead, Dan. Start, start start us up. Yeah, because I know that you have the. Uh, the biggest opinion on on why this season and last season suck. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I think a, a couple of things. I, I just don't understand the uh, plot lines right now, and and what the I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. It just seems kind of forced and you know uh, not well structured, and just the writing just seems to me really lazy. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think uh, even what happened last night, but like they're all dead. That's the twist. 
They're all dead, yeah. <laughs> well, like, like they, they spent, Thanks, so, well, I'll start from the beginning. They spent so much time on the fucking funeral. Uh, and I'm like, why do I care about any of these people? These, these, they, they were like minor characters at best. Come on, Dan. And... Like, that, that is one of the, like, director's, like, main things. They love doing all these reunions and funerals oh, and I, things like that. I get it. But then, but then I feel like you needed to have somebody else, uh, somewhat important, die for me to care that much and to spend, you know, you have, you're spending time on Beric and on, uh, you know, what's his face from the from the the wall I, I, you know th- there was no uh connection to any of those people so they lost 95 like... percent of their army and it's okay just no funeral <laughs> yeah no they yeah. can have, have a funeral a... but don't try don't expect me to don't expect me to feel like what was the point of it like you spent so much time on it and john snow had this big speech but why? I don't feel felt a connection to any of these people. It's not like Brienne was 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 killed. It's not like any character well, that I had don't, any I don't... type of connection with died. And so you're trying to force this feeling that I don't I don't have for any of these people. So no, I think I, I think it. it was kind of uh, I think it was more of listen. I I'm 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 half in your boat right now. I I understand your your problem with the funeral. I get it. Uh, I think the funeral could have been a little uh, quicker. I think it was done uh, kind of slowly um, to the point where you're kind of like, okay, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then, you know, there was the speech. The speech was uh, obviously done. uh, The funeral had to happen. You had to burn the bodies. You had to show burning the bodies for show structure and, and, the the semi storyline that you say doesn't exist anymore. Having said that, they could have rushed it a little bit more. Uh, John's uh, obviously John's speech was <clears throat> had the undertones of him becoming more of a leader, uh, taking more of a leadership role. Obviously, Danny's right there. John said the speech. So John gets more of the credit for the outcome of the war um, and the success yeah, I, I guess, of, of I guess being that's the my Night other King. Issue with it is that making John Snow out to be this great leader, he's he's not a good leader. He's been terrible. So like, what? Uh, you know he what I mean? Like, where... like he doesn't have to be a leader though. The whole thing is he's forced into the leadership role that he do- doesn't yeah. want to take. Yeah, and but I mean, he doesn't I mean, want to take it, and, they, they and he's succeeding in that, this. That, that though. But he's not even good. Like, what makes him a good leader? That he just he goes out in front and, and, and I mean, his tactical decisions are a disaster every time he does anything. I mean, the Battle of the Bastards—he was ready to take on a million people by himself. Like, I just don't, you know, Sansa saved his ass there. Like, I just feel like this Jon Snow is this great leader. I mean, I don't think he is. He yeah, has but- good speeches, I guess. We were talking about it a little bit in the chat, though. Like, who is a really good, like, military or war type leader, though? If Danny didn't have her dragons, would she be a good military leader? I mean, she's no, like I mean, she's decaying now rapidly, right? Her decision making is more Jon Snow than Jon Snow these days. Yeah, I, and, 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 I mean, and the, my, this... my other problem is obviously with with the direction of Daenerys, and I don't I don't have a problem with. Uh, her becoming the Mad Queen because that's something that people kind of had predicted for a while and I'm totally okay with that but I feel like they're like rushing it so quick that I don't like they spent six and a half seasons building her up as the Breaker of Chains 
And I've literally spent the last three episodes now destroying her to or, or forcing her down this path of a mad queen. And I get that they're trying to end the show, but I don't feel like it's a natural flow for me to get there to believe now all of a sudden she's going to be evil. You know what I mean? Or bad or whatever the term is. I just feel like everything is just, there's no connectivity. Like it's like they started as this is what we want to have happen and then work their way back, ignoring giant yeah. plot holes that previous uh, seasons uh, closed up really well. And this season, they don't really feel like, to me, that they necessarily yeah, care. I they mean, have this ending, and they're going to get to this ending, and whatever they have to do to get there is what they'll do. Yeah, they could have, I mean, obviously, you know, I've been, I said in the chat today, like, you know, they it seems like they could have taken this storyline another two or three seasons at least. Um, I get that, you know, they wanted to end the series. I guess it was getting too expensive, you know, to produce. Um, but having said that, I mean, they have left breadcrumbs around uh, the past couple of seasons. And even, you know, back in, Richie just keeps cutting <laughs> in and out. Uh, even back in Marine, when they were, you know, across the bay, you know, and, and you know, Danny wanted to string up all of the uh, oh, masters yeah. and, they... and, and crucify them. And then she listened to her advisors and, you know, made it made a different choice. Obviously, you know, the Mad Queen kind of breadcrumbs, you know, as I've been saying, uh, breadcrumbs uh, have been there for the Mad Queen to be, you know, evolving. I guess. But and... I feel like it's a very quick evolve. And I guess. Like the Masande thing, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, we, we can get that, I guess, in a second. But like, I, I get like that her advisors are supposed to be dying off now or whatever. But like, even the Jared, yeah, she's losing her, she's losing her. Back, everyone guess, is. But she has, she has. Everyone's advisors are dying. I was just gonna say that when I got a second in, like all the people <laughs> that made decisions and the leaders listened to, are pretty much all dead, except for Tyrion. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Tyrion hasn't made a good decision in three years or four seasons or whatever. Well, not 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 that he hasn't made a good decision, but also, I mean, it's not like what he's been saying. Like they have been listening to him either. You know, I feel like Danny kind of you know would listen to him sometimes, do it sometimes, not do it. You know, obviously he had the faux pas with uh, you know going after Castle Rock when he should have you know. Uh, just gotten straight straight to King's Landing like Danny wanted to, but you know he hasn't been that bad of a of a. I mean, he's been pretty. Advisor. He's been pretty bad. Oh, well, name a good decision he made. Are you talking about? I, I missed it. In my... Tyr- Tyrion. Tyr- Tyrion. 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 Uh, I, mean, I can't think of a good decision he's made in, in seasons now. Not with Danny, but at the castle, obviously when he defended it. Yeah, black. Water yeah, bag. yeah. That was literally the the last thing. You know, he jumped in the uh, water. That was a good decision. Yeah, that was a good decision. decision. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was a good. <laughs> but like, since, since he teamed up with Daenerys, like, I feel like like suggestion from after suggestion from him have been uh, uh, poor. But regardless, I actually think he's finally after not. I don't think <clears throat> being a. Uh, I think after losing him like losing his character for a couple seasons. I finally feel like season eight, he's kind of back and he has good lines again. Like up until the season, I can't remember the last time where I'm like, I was excited for a Tyrion scene. Cause I mean, they used to be the best scenes. 
Yeah, yeah, they killed him. They definitely killed they him. They did. Yeah. And he was easily one of the best characters for everybody. So I think that hurt the show a bit. Yeah, I mean, he lost his mojo. It it, it definitely, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, and then, he, he, he has been through a lot, you know. I guess so, but still. I mean, I just feel like they, they didn't know how to write for him once, once he was with Daenerys. Like, just his one line. And, but he's finally gotten it back. Um, yeah, which is good. I mean, I feel like it's a little too late to kind of really make him such a classical character again. But uh, and then uh, what else happened? Um, and then they go to the. I, I don't understand the, the the dragon scene. Still makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean they they really just it looked like they were flying along, not really paying attention. Like someone was going to ambush them. I think I, I think they were just thinking oh we'll just fly over and i i I get that you know uh, it was like an easy shot and you know whatever i mean obviously they didn't see euron's navy there which how do you not see a giant fleet not exactly sure i I know i know and and a fucking spirit that gets launched from a mile away (laughs) come on now i mean mean, what what accuracy to launch a thousand uh, like 20 of those things it's like a fucking tree it is so. It is, it is a tree, and, I, and yeah, imagine and, the ac- uh, well the accuracy. Plus, I, I thought dragons were supposed to have some type of, I don't know, like armor, hard I, I, scale. Yeah, I thought they like nat- I thought they had some like natural armor on them that that a, a well, I mean, spear I, I mean, wouldn't they, kill they, it. They sh- they showed you know when they were testing the weapon a couple of seasons ago that you know it would pierce the bone. You know, of what? you know the 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 largest dragon ever. Wasn't that super close? You know, though? Skull. I thought it was like yeah, hundred feet away close. or something. <laughs> it, yeah, they yeah, like so, opened the thing but, and and it was like twenty feet away and it fired. This is like uh, no, come on, don't don't. Well, okay, don't do that. regardless, this thing is like five hundred feet away, up through the air. <laughs> and yeah, it appears, I know. I know. It just felt like. Okay, we have to even it. If they have two dragons, th- there's no way that this is going to be believable. Can I and just then... say how disappointed I am in dragon deaths, by the way? Like, Nazarian, <laughs> when he died, just like, you know, ice spear. One ice spear and done. This one took two. A magical yeah, ice spear. Magical, mythical ice spear. Yeah, they've gone out like some bitches. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. these dragons have lived for like centuries, eons, have like destroyed civilization. <laughs> And now they're going out like little bitches. <laughs> yeah, like That's... super easy. I, to- I totally agree with you. I mean, these things haven't that block, seen... That block by Bledsoe was ridiculous. Drew Bledsoe's plan? Drew Bledsoe, he's back, Olin. You missed <laughs> yeah. it. He's back. Uh, Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't... Um, I know. I, I, and the killing of Masande, I mean, whatever. I get it, I guess. But again, it just feels like it's it, they're forcing a these plot points to like drive Daenerys that they don't have serve any purpose except to get to whatever stage now in that particular one, whatever stage they need Daenerys to get to, to make sure that Whoa. she's, you know, the mad queen or whatever. I, I just feel like yeah. it's just, it, it, it's to me, it's not well-written. Uh, like you go back to earlier seasons and I felt like it was like, um, yeah, you couldn't tell what was oh, really was, going to happen. Great. And yeah. I just feel like this last se- season seven was definitely rushed. I mean, it had some good points, but had some plot holes that just didn't make any sense to me. And season eight, I, I feel like 
the last and it's just disappointing too because I actually thought the first two episodes were excellent. And then these last two, I've just been so disappointed with the direction that they've kind of taken the characters in. Or, you know, one of the other things I didn't even think about, uh, I mean, I briefly thought about it Sunday night, was like, so Tyrion goes again to Cersei because he thinks he could talk her into, I guess, surrendering, which is an absurd thing anyway. Why would she surrender? She's never done that so far. And then literally the entire, all the main characters, uh, you know, Danny. Uh, Grey Worm, Tyrion are all literally standing there and she has a thousand archers all pointing at these 30 people. She could have ended the war right there. Yeah. Like to me that's, and I read somewhere that said that's just out of Cersei's character. Like why wouldn't she do that? She's an evil, evil person who does whatever she can yeah, to stay she, in power. Plus she has, she has every single person, you know, away from that area. So it's not like even, you know, civilians would know what happened, you know, where, where they'd be like, Oh, she was, you know, uh, you know, uh, that wasn't, uh, like the right thing to do. I, I'm, I'm spacing on the word that I'm trying <laughs> but, to honorable, th- honorable thing. But, yeah, but also, yeah, exactly. you know, also killing Melisandre wasn't strategic. Like it was very uncertain. Like she could have kept her as some sort of collateral uh... and, I don't know about that. You don't think? I, I, I think. I, I, you think, think if no, she I, had? I, I, I think. Agree, that, I, agree, I, I agree with Roland I th- on this. I, I think that was actually kind of like what Cersei would do. She'd be like, "Look, I got your girl. Now I'm going to slit her. Yeah, you know, but if, if her she head had off. her like next to her, Danny wouldn't be lighting up the place, like knowing yeah. her. You know, like first and not first in command, but like her girl. You know, is right next there. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I've read that too. That 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 a character for Cersei for, to just kill her like that for what what purpose did it serve except to get Daenerys become more closer to becoming the Mad Queen which again it I get that that's where you wanted to go but it doesn't fit any character's plot line to get that way it doesn't fit Cersei she doesn't just act out of anger or rationality I mean she's very rational she's calculated very calculated. I, I was definitely fine with them killing her, but the way they got there with taking over the ships, you know, they didn't even show anybody getting captured or anything along those lines. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, someone's captured out of nowhere. Like, I thought it was just. Yeah. And it's only her. Yeah. I thought it was a very choppy sequence there. And yeah, I mean, they could have. Yeah, I think they could have showed that. And, and yeah. uh, Tom, I think Tommy mentioned the, the, the budget earlier. And I'm like, and I've heard that uh, criticisms before, and that's one of the reasons why, like, they couldn't do a lot with the direwolves. But yeah. the scenes that had the direwolves, honestly, just don't even have them. They they were if if they cost that much money to fucking put a direwolf in, like well, they literally serve zero purpose. Yeah, it was it was a choice between you either have a lot of dragon scenes or you have some dragon scenes and some direwolf scenes. Or you know if you, or if you go, too. didn't they have to write out the giants because of it? Yeah, too? like that's why they killed off the giants. They killed off the direwolves because it, the CGI budget was too much with the three dragons. Yeah, but I felt like so, I don't know. I felt like the scenes with the direwolves were pointless. What, what, I mean, I, what if yeah. they're setting up for the return of Arya's direwolf, and they just want to remind us that direwolves are still around? Yeah, I well, mean, I thought they were going to do that in. Uh, in the battle for Winterfell, I I just thought that they were setting up for that. Yeah, 
the and fact then, I haven't seen him yet, I, I it kind of you know you know, yeah, you know giving up hope back. on it. Unless Arya picks him up on the way to King's Landing with the Hound, I mean that's the only thing that I could possibly think of, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think you know, the Hound and Arya set off on their own, and I think they're going to do their own thing. They're going to team up to take on the mountain. One of them's going to die. One of them's going to kill him, and then after that, whoever lives is going to be responsible for probably Cersei so yeah oh yeah yeah I mean yeah we could have also and, and I know... done away with some of the joy rides on the dragons you know maybe freed up some of the budget <laughs> yeah, yeah right like like I'm, I'm watching this and all you hear is the budget the budget the budget and I'm like geez I feel like you could save money on on that like growing said the joy ride with John and, and and Daenerys like flew up north for god knows what reason doesn't the waterfall look great today like <laughs> like that's probably like ten million dollars that scene. Come on, <laughs> cut it. I don't get it. And the direwolf scenes. I mean, it's literally the direwolf is literally just sitting there. There's no interaction or hardly any interaction with the direwolf. He doesn't even growl. <laughs> you know, like just let it go, then. Who? Like I'd much rather if that's all it was going to be, then don't even have the stupid thing in there. Kill him off. He's not a, he's not a stupid thing. The direwolf was awesome. Well, direwolf was. They should have used, used it a lot. Well, okay, more. I agree. And it was awesome, supposed to be the size of the horse. It. it was supposed to be the size of a horse. They should just have a cutout like the Starbucks cup and just put it up there. <laughs> Save on budget. Yeah, I mean... Apparently I saw, that's not the I, first time, though. Did you see, did you see it's, that? that? It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And, and you know... Well, I mean, I'm not going to get over, you know... Yeah, I know it, some it, people it, are like, oh, uh, quality control. They're I mean, really I mean, filming, they're filming it in this year. Yeah, I mean, they're filming hundreds and hundreds of thousands of minutes of it, and and you know, in in one ten second spot, uh, uh, you know, a fucking Starbucks cup. It's it's you know whatever. It's I think it's happened a couple of times. I've seen, uh, I guess, apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to. Uh, I, I really felt like. Um, I think I've talked about this. I really felt like. Uh, the show heading into the season could have been one of, uh, or really the best show ever, just in terms of the depth, the writing, the characters, the plot, um, like hands down. And I just feel like season eight just is not, I thought going in, all they had to do was not fuck it up and have a, a, a good solid season. And it would have been great. And I feel like they fucked it up. The only Two thing that, left, that gets me in this is not moving the plot forward enough. Like, this was the episode where if they moved everyone's character up enough, you knew they were setting up for something kind of <laughs> super complex and would tie everything together. And when they kind of dragged yeah. their feet and made these lazy connections, you knew kind of what was happening in the last two episodes, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just... You know, with the with only two episodes left, and you spent so much time with the funeral and you know John's speech, and then so much time with the uh, the war party that they had, you know, after, you know to celebrate <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and you know then the back and forth with John, you know, in the crowd, you know, everyone praising him and no one talking to Danny, you know, and then. You know, uh, Gen- Gendry becoming a lord. It kind which is of also kind of weird too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it, it, but it kind of just it, like it, 
All right, so you're setting up for two episodes of jamming yeah, what into those two episodes because you could have literally taken those two storylines or, or you know, or three storylines really and and gone into a, a whole nother season. I mean, that's 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 really the the main issue that I have. It, it you know, you have all these storylines that could keep this show going and i mean maybe there'll be spinoffs or whatever yeah whatever they're gonna do but yeah but, uh, I, I, I guess one of my issues um was uh you know with the fact that you kept so many characters alive for so long like you have to now talk about each one of them which takes time you have to go to the hound you have to go yeah. to uh brienne you have to go to Tor- torment you have to go to all these characters and have a couple minute, you know, cameo Gendry. I'm not saying you need to kill all of them, but because there's so many that are still left, it just sucks yeah, up so much ki- fucking time. You should have, you should have killed more. And and, um, and and I and I said that during the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, I mean, you I, should, I, I, they should have killed more people, but it, it is what it is. And the other thing that actually, and I, I didn't bring this up on the chat, so I'm curious as to what other people think. Uh, I did not li- like uh, the Jamie. Um, Brienne, uh, sex scene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so, so I, yeah. So I, so I guess so. I, the I didn't like it just because I didn't feel like like literally their whole relationship. I never felt was like a romantic relationship. I thought yeah, it was I thought one, it was more, more respect. Like respect. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, see, I, I, yeah. So I, I like, felt I, like there was something lingering between the two this entire time. Well, I yeah, thought it was but, lingering, but I would think it would it would have led. It was just more of respect than you know. It was respect just like, and like well, love, but not like yeah. physical love, oh, like with a guy banging. Physical other. though. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's me that. But I, anyway, I, I, anyway, they they failed on that one, and then yeah, and then it just became <laughs> this little story, you know, of Jamie leaving her afterwards, and you know, her being like shocked that he would go. I mean, obviously, he's going to leave you. I mean. You know, and then like this, she's crying. It was that was kind of weird too. I mean, that was you know stage five virgin claim. Yeah, so yeah, come on. you know what are you, what are you gonna <laughs> do there? Too? You had to have that. She's supposed she's supposed yeah. to be like this, this badass knight. You know, I know, fiercest but, woman. You know, that's, in, uh, that's what happens. Fighter in the in the realm. I know. I guess. I guess once you uh, once you go, uh, uh, you know. I want to hear this Jamie. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't she, know she popped her. She popped her cherry. She was a stage five Jamie knew it right off the bat. Jamie knew I, it. Yeah, he's lying. Like, I, like, I, I gotta, I gotta get, get out of here. here. Yeah. I think it's just manufacturing <laughs> yeah. some tension that's gonna show up in the the end of the show. I, I know. I, I I do tend to agree with with that, Roland. But but I the, just felt, the again, problem... but I just felt like it was a forced yeah. To oh yeah. This yeah. And, and I didn't like that he left because, you know, he's still telling her, like, oh, I still, you know, like, say, like, after all of this, after, you know, the battling the dead and winning and, 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 you know, whatever, and popping that cherry, like, you would think, like, he would just be like, listen, I know Cersei is not going to just hand over the throne. She'll only listen to me. I need to go. That would have been so much better than... You know, I love her. Person, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm a, ba- I'm a so bad weird. person. I'm, uh, you know, because I'm like, no good. Had... it's not you. It's I'm me. A bad you know, because <laughs> yeah. he's like completely turned his back and like, I, again, it doesn't fit with like his story arc that had 
had him leaving her and moving on with his life, and, as, and now he's going back. I don't get it. Especially, especially when Braun showed up and was just like, "I'm here to kill the both of you," <laughs> and I could have, I could have just done it. Your sister told me to do it, and she so, paid me a boatload of money for it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you guys. Nah, you know, he knew he was gonna you get shouldn't, a better You deal. shouldn't trust your sister. He knew that yeah. though. Like No, he oh, knew that, okay. but but he still told he still told them Well yeah, because you he know wanted Cersei it. wants you guys dead. Sure. Oh yeah. Jamie but, included. But then, 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 but then it's weird that Ned Jamie's like, oh, but I gotta go back to her because I love her. She's yeah, exactly. Her, even yeah. though she wants me dead and hired this guy to kill me, and I told her off last episode, but I'll just roll in. I don't know. It's like and, really and, weird. And when I left her the first time, the mountain almost killed me. You know, it, it, there, the threat was real. I mean, it's not like uh, yeah, I don't understand why he's going back. Like, or or I don't. I understand they want him back, obviously, because there's something that he needs to do there. Yeah, uh, I mean, story. but like there has to be a better reason to get these people where you need them to go. And that's where I feel like the lazy writing is coming in. I, I Well, I think if if he said like, oh, I have to go back because, you know, whatever, I, I have to convince her. Yeah. Then well, Brienne would have gone agree. with her. Then Brienne yeah. would have gone with her. Yeah. With them. Yeah. I, I and that would have been it, good for the story. <clears throat> so now that he broke it off hard, hard, you know, harshly, I think That'll leave Brienne and Winterfeld with Sansa, and they can eighty-six that character for the rest of the season too. But, but I guess, and then the other point, like, which uh, uh, goes back to what you said earlier, Tommy, about killing more characters uh, at the uh, at the Battle of Winterfell. Like, you mm-hmm. had characters just to give it, like, I get. You know, Tormund is a fan favorite, but if if his arc is literally him leaving to just leave, go up north, why wouldn't you just kill him off then? His story yeah. arc's ending anyway. Just kill it all, kill him off. Same thing with Brienne. If her story arc is over after she banged Jamie, then again you she should have died. Yeah. yeah, like then there was no point or very minimal point, except because except you were afraid people didn't want to see him dead and want spinoffs. Like, to me, Keeping it open <laughs> for spinoffs. Yeah. What was it Tormund and the Hound? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Torm- Tormund and Ghost. Tormund, Tormund and Ghost. And Ghost. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I just like to me. That's that's another big issue I had. I'm like, if, if these people's story arcs are over because Tormund is now leaving the show and they're not going to go back up to Winterfell or whatever, uh, then you should have just killed that battle of Winterfell, and then like that battle would have had so much more meaning than you know. Often a couple, not no no purpose characters. So I I, I think you're gonna see Tormund again. Yeah. I think you're gonna like in the last episode he's gonna come back to Winterfell and and be like the uh, warden of the north I, or something. No, he'll be like I I got to the wall and you have to see what's happening and then you know the season's gonna end and do you and think uh, that'll be a spinoff like what's going on north of the wall or whatever? Well, I guess I do have a question. Do you think? Um, do you think it's going to be a, a definitive ending uh, for Game of Thrones, or do you I think th- it's going to be some weird open-ended thing? I that th- I, th- I think there will be closures to eighty percent of the storylines. You know, the main storylines: Danny, Cersei, um, John, and you know that whole th- and maybe Tyrion. And then there will be some open-ended stuff so that they can do. They have the options for. Uh, spinoffs you know yeah. i know that i know the main spinoff that's coming is you know the the history or, or history whatever, of the houses you know, or something right yeah like 
you know, thousands of years before, you know, Game of Thrones is, you know, supposed to have evolved. So, but I think they're leaving it open for other things to evolve from that too. So, yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I don't, I don't know. I'll be curious to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're the last two episodes. It's, I mean, it's definitely going to be something to watch. It's not like, you know, we're saying it's going to be terrible and whatever. It's not like we're saying that, but it is, you know, I, I need to watch this last episode again. I did enjoy the episode, um, but obviously I did also have that opinion of, you know, uh, stuff isn't just matching up just like you guys, you know, I mean, obviously you didn't like it as much as I did. Um, But I did like the, uh, you know, Missanda dying at the end. I, I thought that was, you know, a good move for them. And I thought it was a good scene. Um, It'll be interesting to see because the way they, I thought they, it was well shot. I, I, the, I mean, I think I think the way it was portrayed, you know, the setup. I mean, Danny's there with the Unsullied, and I mean, I know that the North didn't get oh, there yet. Shit. So how is that no call? <clears throat> Anybody watching this rocket game? Yeah, you just yeah. saw James he... Harden steamroll that guy. <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry. He literally lowered his shoulder into him and threw him like twenty feet. <laughs> No call on either of them. I feel like yeah. I have to at least one or the other has to get the call. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, I know that the North wasn't there with uh, with Danny, and it was just the Unsullied. So I mean, yeah, you got like twenty people outside the gate. Obviously, Cersei's going to be like, "What the hell are you guys like doing here? Come on, like get out of here." Um, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, but like I said, you know, she has no idea how yeah. big the army is. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I'm with you on that. But, you know, the army that was there obviously wasn't anything to be scared about. And I, you know, that's why she did what she did. Plus, I think she's just baiting Danny. I mean, right now, you know, obviously she brought the people closer to the keep. So, you know, the people are just like, oh, Cersei finally came around and she's trying to, you know, protect us. Obviously, she's trying to, you know, change Danny and make her be the aggressor in this, you know, Cersei, you know, going up on the wall and, and, you know, keeping Danny outside. And, you know, I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do. But, you know, also the people are being brought in, they're being given food and and she's actually doing the right thing. So she Cersei is now winning over the the people. Yeah. Yeah. She's winning over the people so that she can keep their loyalty, whatever loyalty that she has now, because these people don't even know if Danny's coming to kill everybody or if she's coming to free everybody. You know, that 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 message hasn't been relayed to them. Yeah. And I mean, I think, uh, uh, you know, Varys, I think, said something along the lines like most of these people have no idea who, who the king or queen and it doesn't impact their mm-hmm. life. And I mean, I think essentially Cersei is like, you know, I may not be the best, but <clears throat> this person's fucking crazy and you'd much rather have me than her. And sh- and she's an outsider, doesn't know our way of life and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break from Game of Thrones. I mean, uh, there's we could go on and on about that, but let's take a break. Uh, Roland, tonight you are drinking uh, Captain Lawrence beer. Why don't you tell us all about it? Uh, it's a Nor- 
New England IPA. I've never had a New England IPA before. I've only seen them like yeah. for the last year or two pop up in the beer stores, and I haven't really been out to see it. But I was really hoping the Rich would come through and not die of the plague and have a Captain <laughs> Lawrence. Because how often do you see Captain Lawrence outside of New York? Yeah. But it's yeah. it's a good beer. It has um, a couple different hops. It's dry hopped with mosaic lupulin powder. Simcoe and Ella hops, so it's it's pretty hoppy, and it tastes kind of like mosaic hops. Um, I don't know how else to say it besides that. It's like a hate. This is <laughs> this is called Powder Dreams. Yep, Powder Dreams. Um, and uh, sounds like it's laced with cocaine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you? Uh... <laughs> Is there? Do you see a difference between, uh, like, a New England IPA and uh, what? What would the main difference be? You know, why do they call it a New England IPA? Is there something specific in that? Sure, I'm gonna have to look up uh, the differences between them. I don't know because this is three different kinds of hops, which you don't see too often. It's really expensive to do. This can was probably like five or six bucks for a 16 ounce can. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's part of the procedure, like a triple hopped uh, IPA, but uh, yeah. I'll look into it a little bit more. It's just a tiny bit more hoppy than some of the like double IPAs that I've had before, but it looks yeah. very similar in the glass too. It's kind of like a hazy blonde uh, IPA, like an unfiltered right. kind of thing. Is it, yeah. a, is it double IPA or no? It doesn't say double IPA, but it tastes like some of the fruitier double IPAs. So some of them are just like really. So if you're like familiar with IPAs, a lot of like Cascade hops have like that sharp, bitter taste to them. Where Mm -hmm. like Mosaic and some of the other ones that are getting used now have more of like a more rounded and like fruitier flavor to it. It tastes like a grapefruit, citrusy kind of flavor. Instead of the, it's almost like a pine kind of taste on like the Cascade hops. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. sharp and bitter. So it tastes more like, like you can taste the mosaic hops where it's really citrusy and like fruity. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like fruit forward-ish, but it's not, I don't know. It's not um, too overwhelming, I would say. It's like a kind of normal double IPA, a little a little stronger than usual, but. Gotcha. <laughs> What's the uh, alcohol? It's content? actually a little lower. Maybe it's just more sh- like stronger flavors than. Uh, it's only seven and a half percent alcohol by volume, so it kind of has no, uh, the same flavor as a strong double IPA, but a little less uh, alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Would you get it again? Yeah. If I could find it, yeah. I don't know how widespread yeah, Captain Lawrence yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, Captain Lawrence uh, Powder Dreams. Um, <laughs> Love the name. Yeah, they they do have some good names. What kind of what does the can uh, look like? It's one of those wrapped cans, so it's like yep. a sixteen ounce yeah. silver can, and it has a nice matte uh, finish. It's mm-hmm. like a cream color, like a cream gradient, and it has almost like yeah. a wave at the top that turns into like a. Uh, it kind of looks like a sunset, I guess, where it has some of the different yep. um, 
hops that are on it in the sunset alongside the Captain Lawrence logo. Nice. All right, that's a good uh, good review. Would you uh, you have a rating for it? Or no, we won't do it. Fuck that. You're done. <laughs> I can't give it a review out of like uh, three point five or something. Or yeah, yeah Dan, what, what should I re- what should I review out of? What's the what's the scale? Uh, let's review out of dragons. Okay, so out of alive dragons, I'd give it a point eight six out of one alive dragons. <laughs> All right, good, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. All right, I am drinking uh, Duvel, uh, single fermented uh, Belgian golden ale. Uh, this comes in a uh, a beautiful can. That's that was the selling point. It's a uh, flat black, uh, metallic. Uh, it has a red uh, old English. I, uh, maybe it's not old English. It, it's a artistic uh, D on the front and it you know says single fermented golden ale this is uh one pint can uh 6.8 percent alcohol by volume so it's uh, a pretty decent uh alcohol by volume for uh, a golden ale uh porting it into a glass it is uh, obviously by the name golden uh it is clear um you know, there it's not uh, cloudy. It's not too bubbly. I mean, it is bubbly, but not really. Um, and it has a nice head on it if you pour it correctly. <clears throat> this is uh, it's a good good beer. A uh, little hoppy on the uh, on the sip, but uh, I could definitely have a bunch of these. I mean, uh, it probably be. Uh, it's it's a good uh it's good beer i i I actually enjoy this um on the can it says brewed in belgium with two row summer malts and noble hops then dry hopped with citra duvel single fermented is crisp beautifully balanced and remarkably refreshing i gotta agree with everything there (laughs) it is it it is a uh a crisp uh you know, tasting beer. Um, I, I do like it. Uh, I would give it a, uh, uh, 0.83 out of one alive dragons. So those are your beer reviews. You can, uh, I'll put up uh, pictures of the cans, uh, on, uh, on our Twitter page at last man's opinion. And you can get them at your uh, stores. Hopefully, uh, they have them at your local stores. Uh, I did not have to go to the beer distributor today to pick this up, but my uh, the uh, store, the grocery store by me, uh, has a pretty wide re- uh, range of beers. So, um, we ever get yeah. we but ever I, get listener feedback on what beer reviews we should do? Yeah. I wish we did. It'd be nice to like. <laughs> I, I wonder long, if we should do long. like a Belgian beer like episode or something. Or oh, yeah, I like yeah. Belgian beers. I'm out. Yeah, this this was good. Um, I actually, it comes in a four pack, shrunk wrap. None of that uh, plastic Ooh. on the top. So European. I, uh, yeah, I, I I I I'm not really a fan of those. Uh, you know the the top plastics that cover the whole top. Mm. Um, 
they're hard to get off. I don't like it. But, um, yeah, this was pretty good. Um, on to the NBA playoffs. Uh, Dan and Rich. Rich, you alive? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me, can someone update me on the Boston game? Uh, Celtics uh, lost, Rich. Celtics lost. Great news. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. Celtics yeah, lost. Fuck the Celtics. Fuck Boston. <laughs> Have you seen any of this? Uh, have you seen any of this series? Yeah, I watched the last game. Uh, well, two things I was gonna mention earlier, but two things. Uh, one, Giannis is fucking unbelievable. Like, I only watch you know a couple games a year. Obviously, it's Milwaukee, but he is literally unstoppable. And Boston's a good defensive team. Yeah, he's playing I mean, really he's well. Unbelievable. He scored, I think, thirty nine points tonight, and they could not stop him and if i mean he he's shooting a little better on the outside but he moves so well and he has such long strides and he has the best euro step i think i've ever seen i mean he's unbelievable and you can't stop yeah. him. and once he gets he, within he has feet, like a double hop on his euro step and he just has such long strides he like goes literally from one side of the court to the other it's unbelievable um but I could not be more impressed with how well uh, Giannis is playing. Um, uh, I, I saw some somewhere that he could be like the first, like that he could be one of only three players to win like, uh, like MVP, first team NBA, and like Defensive Player of the Year or something like that. Uh, and I think like Jordan and like Elijah Wan are like the only other two players. It's something some ridiculous, you know. Absurd stat like that. I would have figured um, it'd be like Gary he's... Payton. <clears throat> uh, I don't yeah, think Gary but Gary Payton, Payton ever... never got like MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he got it Probably once. Uh, no, I don't think I don't so. Know. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's. But but I mean, you know, whatever. You, you, you know, Jordan did it one time. I mean, so so you, you know, you, you you're talking uh, elite company, and he's been unbelievable. And the other player that I thought has been incredible is. Um, uh, the kid from Notre Dame, uh, that Pat Connington or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, you know, um, really good. And he's a good complimentary player. I mean, Giannis had, obviously, uh, obviously makes everyone around him better, but I mean. And, and, and Middleton's obviously a great shooter. and they ha- I mean, Milwaukee has a really good team, but I never yeah. really watched Connington play before. Um, and he is unbelievably athletic and i don't want to you know be stereotypical or whatever here but uh you know but you are yeah <laughs> well 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 you know he's, dan lives in boston now well he's uh Dis- you know disclaimer <laughs> he, well he's 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 a white basketball player and he had when he i was heard on the uh the other day i was watching the game and they said when he was on the bulls they did like uh you know a vertical you know, vertical jump test, and he had the highest vertical jump out of anybody on the team. And yeah. I've been watching him during this game, and he, he's at, been averaging like 10 rebounds a game, and he's not like super tall, but he gets up unbelievably high. I don't think I've ever seen anybody jump. You know, I, he, I, he's not like 6'10", and he only has to jump like six inches. He is leaping higher than almost everybody else on the court. It's... Uh, yeah, but I guess he's from uh, – he lives right around – or he's from right around where, you know, where I live, which is kind of weird. I didn't realize that. I, I guess he's from – I mean, I guess with the name of Pat Connington, not surprising that you're from Massachusetts, but 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was surprised. Uh, he went to school like 10 minutes from, from, where, from where I live, but he's been unbelievable. This, school, this Milwaukee team, uh, if they get by Boston, I mean, they're up 3-1. They have two home games, you know. I mean, it's not over yet, but uh, they're looking really good. And, um, you know, I think it could be – I think Golden State's going to end up representing the West, but Milwaukee, I think, could really be interesting matchup for them. Getting a little yeah. ahead of yourself, Dan. You're forgetting about the other uh, – uh, Nobody gives a shit. No, the, Phil- the Philadelphia 76ers. Wow. Yeah, what happened to uh, I missed uh, I missed game four there, Richie. What happened to your boy Embiid? The guy's been uh, showboating all game three, thirty points. He got what? Ten too points. Too many video games. Too many video games. They get ten points last game, right? Some some yeah, terrible well, stuff. They said on the broadcast before the game started on the national broadcast that uh, he was puking before the game. Uh, here yeah. Uh, they're they're saying he woke up that morning or he didn't sleep that night. He woke up at six a.m. Needed an IV at six a.m. on game day. Rich gave him the flu. <laughs> what the fuck did you do, Rich? So, yeah. I mean, if you watched the game, you could see that he definitely wasn't feeling 100%. Like, he only, he only took less than 10 shots, I think, which is very unusual for him if, if you ever watch him. And he, yeah, he, he looks like. Sorry, come sorry. On, stop taking a piss during the recording. <laughs> sorry, you got to pee on your meal again. <laughs> and his, uh, uh, the, your other uh, uh, big. Uh, um, trade halfway through the season played like shit too didn't he what's his name uh, he was garbage he shot uh, Harris, like, right yeah i think he was two for 13 from three yeah he was bad um but and, that's, and, that's gonna be an interesting series i i actually think um philly probably should win um but kyle larry finally had a uh i don't know a, a good playoff game in like three years yeah, he definitely did. He, he scored seven points in the first, like, three minutes, so he came out very aggressive. Yeah, because, I mean, I, when I watched game three, I was like, like Larry was terrible. And I was like, there's no way Toronto's going to win this series if Larry's going to play like shit. Yeah. Um, but he played good. And then, uh, obviously, <clears throat> Embiid's been playing excellent. Uh, he's been the best player for the Sixers. And then Kawhi Leonard's. Um, he's, he's easily the best player in the NBA for me right now. Oh, my God. He's, well, I... You have to watch more of the Giannis. The Milwaukee close, Giannis, Giannis close has been, second. Close second. Giannis has been unbelievable. But, yeah, I agree. Kawhi is – Kawhi can do uh, everything. Giannis can't shoot the three like Kawhi can. Uh, he can't – you're right. He can't shoot the three like Kawhi can. So but good. he's um, – but, yeah, the, the two of them are playing out of their minds. Yeah. Um, coming it's kind of fun to watch. Because they're yeah, both, it's been a good series. Yeah. The other series that's been really good. Has anybody watched the Portland, uh, the Portland Denver series? I watched some with no- Nokia. Yeah, yeah, Nokia? yeah, yeah. Nokia. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jokic or something like that. Yeah, Jokic. 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 Yeah, Jokic is the tennis player. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jokic and uh, and Lillard. That's actually uh, probably been the best series. Yeah, but that's neither team can hang with Golden State. So I mean, I kind of want to see Portland get there. I think Portland. I, I don't know. I I agree. I don't yeah. think they have enough firepower. But I I, th- I think they're either getting swept or a gentleman sweep if whoever a makes gentleman it. Gentleman sweep. 
Is that 5 games? I've that? never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's a gentleman's swing? That, that's 5 games. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've heard that before. <laughs> Give them a little it, it's bit. A real, it's over. a real thing. <laughs> that's a first for me. Uh, well, but I'm surprised you're alive enough to make that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to some ragtime while he uh, is watching basketball games. <laughs> James, <laughs> James Harden. James Harden is struggling again. Yeah, he got hit in the head he, a little he, while ago. Yeah, he had to go into the locker room. He's back now, but um, heavy as the beer. He's not in the game. The, the but the reason I like I like Portland uh, and Denver's obviously both teams have been really good this year. Um, I think Lillard's been unbelievable. Like he's had a great season, and he's been pretty impressive in the playoffs too. So I'm be curious to see. Uh, I mean, the Portland Denver series; those teams are basically evenly matched. I mean, I, I can't imagine that game's not going. That series isn't going seven games. Um, but I, I, I think Lillard, if he gets like just goes completely unconscious, I think that that could be kind of fun to watch if he just goes off. And he's done it, and that's how they got got to where they they have been. But that could be an interesting series, Portland against uh, Golden State. But I agree. I think Golden State you, would be heavily favored. But I'll tell you what, St- Steph Curry does not look good. No, he made a three a couple minute or two ago. No, oh, he just chucked up something that was ratchet. Yeah. It was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> And the, and the, and then the other the other uh, last game when he tried to oh, uh, the dunk the ball, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty ugly. That was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he was doing there, but yeah, he he did not have a good game last game. Oof. This is a uh, yeah. Houston. I mean, I don't. Know, I actually think all the series are, are pretty good. I mean, the Milwaukee Boston series. I'm surprised the Bucks are up three one. I mean, that's the only one I'm kind of. Yes. Yeah, same. Same. I I thought. Uh... Boston was going to win that series going into it. Me, yeah. me too. I, I, I thought it would be better um, because I think Boston won last year in seven games, right? I, I believe so. so. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, obviously Boston has a better team this year. And the only big difference about Milwaukee, although I think it's a big difference, they have a much better coach than they had last year. So, um, because I think last year, part of it, they were just badly outcoached by Stevens. Um, oh, uh, you know, not to cut you off, but I'm gonna fucking cut you off. Go for it. But go ahead. Now, go they, ahead. now you bring out coaching. Uh, Brett Brown has obviously outcoached both coaches he has faced so far this postseason, <laughs> and it's, it's not even close. <laughs> not even close, Dan. Yeah, well, I mean, the first—I don't count the first round. You should get past the first round. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Nick, whatever his name is at Toronto, has looked Nick, well. Nick Nurse. Yeah, he's looked really bad. I agree with that. Uh, he's probably the worst. Nick Nurse is probably the worst coach left in the playoffs, though. So, and then and then yeah, Rip Brown, obviously. Sure. <laughs> 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 but yeah, regardless, but I, 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 he, I, I, he deserves some credit. I don't know where Brett ranks uh, in the, but I do think Nick. I do think Nick Nurse is probably the the worst coach uh, in the playoffs that's left. I actually think the other, uh, these other seven coaches are Brett, eh, but the other six are definitely uh, uh, really good. I think Nurse is kind of above his, uh, above his class here. 
So we'll see. Yeah. Dan, get whatever but, you want in now because Rich is off. Chat. Yeah, because R- 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 Rich is out. Rich, Rich got cut off. I got cut off. Get, again it, get it in now. <laughs> yeah. Call him an asshole. You got to maximize your time. That's right. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. I, 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 uh, I dominate him when he's here, so it's no fun. No fun. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, actually, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge NBA fan. I, I just can't wrap my head around. Even though I'm watching some of the games, and I, and I, I have been catching uh, some of the regular season <clears throat> as well, and and I have been impressed. Um, I mean, the NBA a couple of years ago, it, it you know, it got ruined for me, and and now it seems like it's come making a comeback to. Uh, respectability for in in my mind i mean it looks like they're actually playing team basketball and you know yeah i i would agree i mean i would say well i think it was probably a little more than a a few years ago but yeah there was a yeah yeah. maybe it was 10 to 15 years ago where i I did not think i agree with you i I didn't think the style of play was really i don't i didn't think they had the athletes and i think uh you know lebron james coming in was kind of the start of you know the change, um, yeah. And even and even when LeBron was there, I don't want to give him credit. No, no, I don't give no. Him but, credit. but but I, but I think, think he, I think he was a perpetrator too. Well, I think those first few years, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, but I feel like he kind of was the first real athlete. And now there's, I mean, obviously they're all athletic, but like, but like yeah, you know what these, I mean? Like these, these guys are freak are athletes. unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and like I think that I think there's been way more athletes that have been coming the ta- in the town yeah, yeah the, the town, town level's been it's just been coming oh yeah it's, it's not it's ridiculous and it's it's much more exciting because it's not like you know when we grew up watching basketball it's like the the 90s knicks and you know it's like patrick ewing and alonzo morning and dennis rod or uh, david robinson and like all these guys just banging yeah. down low and it was like slow and plotting and yeah like, yeah it like this is like this, there's a ton of running. Oh, it's ton just of running. Like, fast break. I mean, transition defense is ridiculous. People and, making like flip and, shots and, and fadeaway yeah. threes and these absurd. Like it's just, like guys. Like I mean, you watch Giannis. Giannis has <clears throat> Giannis. I think is a better athlete than LeBron ever was. You know, like he he can euro step from right inside the three point line. Yeah. He can start start his euro step from there. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. It's and once he gets anywhere near the restricted area, he's impossible to stop. And so, like, uh, no, I, yes, his limbs are are uh, his body is so oddly disproportional. <laughs> where his his legs and his arms are like they're like the size of like normal people's bodies. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's just unbelievable. And I mean, he, he's. And he's massively jacked, but like guys like Kawhi Leonard, I don't know that, you know, and you have Embiid, who's you know obviously he's a seven footer, but he's incredibly athletic seven footer, uh, and you have like yeah. like Golden State. I mean, Kevin Durant six eleven. The guy plays like he's like you know Michael Jordan. So you have like yeah. so many yeah. players that are so athletic now. I think like like the last five to seven to eight years, the game has gotten so much more fun to watch. I, I it's. After football, it's probably my second favorite sport at this point. Mm. I just think it's gotten so much more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. We well, I guess uh, I, I, I guess that's our recap of the NBA playoffs. I don't think Rich is going <laughs> to. <laughs> I don't think so either. He he, he actually um, died. 
Yeah. Uh, or or he got so wrapped up in his uh, Madden game well, that he had to go. Could be. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that's uh, our show for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, the two people that listened. To <laughs> <us>. <laughs> um, uh, no, seriously, I, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And, and uh, specifically those two people. Yeah, specifically those two people. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at Last Man's Opinion. You can email us at uh, lastmansopinion at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hear beer reviews, any uh, topics that you want us to talk about, give us a listen. Uh, give us a, you know, a, a, a little uh, message. Um, you can also... Um, Obviously, you're listening to us right now, if you're listening to this, on iTunes, uh, Anchor, uh, Pocket Cast, Breaker. Um, Stitcher, SoundCloud. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, um, wherever you can get, uh, you know, your your podcast and listen to us. We're, we're on everything. Uh, I'd like to thank... Uh, our contributors for this week, which are uh, Rich Keiko, Roland Barry Alley, and Dan Mara. Uh, for myself, Tommy McGrail, I'd like to thank everyone, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week, hopefully. Check us out, because we're going to do another uh, Game of Thrones review. We'll have some more uh, beer reviews, and... Uh, we'll talk about NBA playoffs and probably uh, some more sports and stuff like that. You know, we didn't even talk about rookie uh, mini camp um, for the giants and stuff like that. I'm sure Dan has an opinion. Uh, Daniel Jones looked good, but who the fuck knows? Um, but we'll catch you next week. All right. Listen in. Thanks. Bye-bye. That was a terrible closing. I wasn't even reading anything. <laughs> I was watching this damn game. This it's is a good pretty game. good so far. It is a good game. Yeah. This is a good game. You're right about, you're right about Kevin Durant. Right? I mean, Jordan was 6'6". Jordan was six, six. Oh. And, and, he got literally and seven Kevin feet. He's doing the same shit. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's crazy. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Like, there's so much more movement and steals. And, and I mean, Houston doesn't even play that fun of a style of basketball, but it's still. No, yeah. Like, they basically. <laughs> obviously, obviously, they're kind of. They're playing into mimicking uh, Golden State. I mean, that's kind of how you have to do it. Yeah, well, they're a little – I mean, they're even worse because they basically just have – like Golden State moves around a lot more. Houston barely – well, yeah. Harden's not in right now, but when Harden's in, they don't even move around. <laughs> and It's basically like – No, they get they give them the ball and, and, that, and uh, just stand there. Yeah, and then they have four guys stand outside the three-point line yeah. and then just have him – Either try to draw a foul, launch a ridiculous three, or drive, kick it, or shoot it. Yeah, it's oh, man. Man, Golden State. Who'd have thought that Clay Clay Thompson would be like a freaking Clay Thompson's unbelievable. I know. I know. But who would have thought that? I have no idea. I mean, I didn't really watch him in college, I guess. But I mean, not only is he an unbelievable shooter, but he's uh, uh his defense is. He's like a, one of the better defenders in the league. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask a weird Game of Thrones question? Go, Go for ahead. It. So the Night's Watch can't have children. 
right? It's yeah. like an unspoken rule that they can like kind of have sex. Well, they're they're supposed to be they're supposed to be yeah, celibate. celibate. No, it doesn't say celibate. It just says like don't have children. Oh, okay. oh I thought it was no. I thought it was celibacy. I'm pretty. Remember when Jack got there? They were like making a big stink about going to O Town and that how it was forbidden. So I I don't know. I was reading something where like it wasn't like forbidden for them to sleep with women. It was just forbidden for them to like make children. Huh. But uh-huh. then like so in the last out? episode, <laughs> Sam yeah. has a fucking kid. Like, is <laughs> yeah, the night he... watch just over or? But he's also not even supposed to be it like, all right, so he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, part of the Night's Watch. They made him a maester and maesters aren't supposed to, they're supposed to be like priests. They're supposed to be celibate as well. So, yeah, that whole like connection there with Sam, I mean, he's breaking every single rule there is on both, on both. But there's nobody that, well, that's why he, didn't he get kicked out of being a maester or did he leave? He left because he wanted to do things and they wouldn't let him do anything. So then he was just like, fuck this. Like, I'll just go back to the Night's Watch. And then he was just like, actually, I'll just hook up with Gilly or whatever the fuck her name is. Jilly? Yeah. Jilly. Jilly. Jelly. Gilly. Jelly. <laughs> Jilly. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, and, but I uh, I also don't think the Night Watch is around anymore, are they? Well, they're all dead. Yeah, so like that's it. So, uh, but I mean, there's basically no one to watch out for, so they're not they're not really needed either. When you think about it, yeah, I guess so. there's no there's no more there's no uh, Night Night King, and the Northmen are, uh, are friends now. an ally. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if uh, and, they and just there's no of... children of the forest and there's no giants. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Very good. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. So I mean, they really uh, they don't need the wall anymore. Not that well, I think they're going mean, to tear it down yeah, or anything. It's destroyed now. So. Yeah. I'm still only in still holding up for a second night king. <laughs> uh, I am too, Roland. I am too. I I, w- I was reading a thing today that there could be a fourth uh, dragon. Yeah, there, we're just sent that over. There are a bunch of hidden yeah. dragons, though. I was trying to figure out where all of them are. There are like they were saying, two or three well, they were saying where when, dragons could be. Yeah, when when they went through Valeria. Yeah, there was they, a dragon. They left don't really. Yeah, they don't really know if that was Drogon or or one of the dragons that. And it would be weird that the dragon would be flying by itself because those three were together all the time. Yeah. So they think, yeah, they think they're, but I don't know. Like I told Rich, I, I, I'm not high on them introducing other things at this point or. Yeah, because they don't have the time to do it. Yeah. yeah but what are you, oh, like, hey, what, what is. The dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what is Tyrion going to be like, oh, I need to go on a pilgrimage to the, the Valeria. Yeah. But other than that, and... how is it not going to be a massacre? Uh, I don't know. They got twenty thousand from the Golden Army, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Tw- was it twenty thousand? And I mean, if, if and... these catapults or scorpions or whatever you want to call them are as accurate as they've been, I mean, how the fuck? Ooh, is... scorpions! I think that's the name of them. But yeah, I, I think you're I right. Think so too. How yeah. is a dragon gonna survive? Fucking like twenty ships with the <laughs> with these tree trunks getting well, shot at with one hundred percent accuracy. Well, 
Uh, yeah, they, who was saying it? Like they're gonna have armor for the dragon. Yeah, maybe I that's what that. the scene with with Euron like looking like confused by. Maybe, but some people said maybe that's the other dragon though too. <laughs> I know, but I would, I would, I would, based on what we were just saying, I I would assume that it is. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Arm, arm, an an armored dragon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a completely new dragon because I don't obviously don't feel like there's time to start introducing new stuff like that but i do think that would be kind of cool yeah and and like what would uh what would gendry do there like he's on his way to you know to king's landing or wherever he's going and be like you know what i was on my way down and i heard one of your dragons died so i uh you know in transit on the fortnight i uh you know whipped something up in the uh and the fires and made some armor for your dragon. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I'm kind of. I still feel I unless feel like they, they fast a... forward. Unless they fast forward. So did did you did I say this uh, before? But I I guess in the original Martin's how Martin one ended it, he wanted to have a fast forward by a couple of years. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what they're gonna do, but I, but apparently Martin's original ending included a couple year fast forward. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, right now I don't see how they would. You know, I get that. You know, the the plan of I think it was Tyrion was just set up a blockade of supplies, yep. so a fast forward mm-hmm. would make sense. Well, yeah, because it's going to take months before you you see the, yeah, the results before, of a yeah, uh, blockade. Right. Blockade, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens. Although my favorite I comment mean, was like, "You couldn't just fly behind the ships and light them on fire." <laughs> well, yeah, I don't understand why she ran away. I, I totally agree. Like by the time where they would just loop around, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're all. I mean, great. I, I I get it. They've never they've never seen a weapon like this before, um, which is odd to me. You know, I I feel like that would be something that you know a civilization with flying dragons. You know, I mean, it has to thousands be- of years ago they would have had that already. You would think. I mean, but but he also said that they had it. You know, it, like he found old plans or something like that. Yeah, well, I guess that's. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But I remember that too. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, we'll see. I, I feel like there's uh, an incredible amount for them to cover in only two episodes. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm have telling you, I'm going to drop a movie trailer. <laughs> I would actually really <laughs> like that if they did that. Yeah, I would too. Because at least I I would know that you know, Dan would stop talking because they would have to have good writing on it and they wouldn't be looking forward. Maybe as a TV show, they would be and they would doing a, to, fi- a finality. Yeah. And they wouldn't need to clean, have it as clean of an ending if they were going to do some more. Yeah. Because I, I feel like with two episodes left, I feel like there's no way you're going to have this massive battle the conclusion to a battle, and then figure out who's on the throne in two episodes. I feel like that's a lot. You right? can't clean up everyone's storyline in two episodes. No, well, you can't. I, I, I mean, and they, the, they're not the, going to be able to. But no. how many are they going to clean up? Yeah, the lo- the logical thing would be, Euron 
gets killed by the dragon. The dragon dies in Euron's last breath. Danny dies flying on the said dragon or something like that. Uh, I really think John's going to kill Danny. John, well, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I think that's, I think if the dragon dies and Danny lives, then I think Danny just goes right off the deep end and is just complete crazy. And John's just like, all right, you got to go. And that's, that's the end of that. Um, I still think Cersei gets assassinated by uh, Arya. It's either Arya after... or Jamie. I feel yeah. like it's one or the other. Yeah, I mean, with Jamie going back now, it kind of feels like it's going to be him, and I think that's dumb. Um, but I also think that Arya and the Hound are going to go against the Mountain. The Mountain's going to kill the Hound. And in doing so, leave himself open, and Arya is going to kill the mountain. And then Jamie, Arya is left open because now the hound is not there, and Jamie kills Arya. Why would Jamie kill Arya? I don't know if I agree because with that I, I think I think he's just going to go back to Cersei, and that's that's going to be the end. He's of a it. terrible I feel like warrior now, though. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I feel like Jamie's going to kill Cersei. He, that has to be a, re, a, an, a critical reason why he's going back to King's Landing. And I feel like it's a, to fulfill but I think that, that destiny. I, th- I think that Jamie would no only kill either. Cersei. I think Jamie's only going to like man up and kill Cersei if like she kills Tyrion, which is possible. Yeah, like right up until ne- like until that happens, I. I don't think Cersei has done enough to warrant well, yeah, Jamie I, I, I think to betray her. I agree. I think something's going to happen that that Jamie's going to have to be forced to kill Cersei. But again, it could be Arya yeah. too, and obviously she's done enough for Arya to justify it. Yeah, I I think she comes in through the through the sewers and does it. <laughs> it's possible. That's the way she left. She knows it. Nobody else does, and that's how she's going to do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Any other big storylines that they need to wrap up, and then and then it's just who who ends up on the throne. Yeah. What happens? To, I mean, what happens to Bronn? They're set. They're setting it up to be John. Bronn. Bronn's gonna be. Bronn's gonna be a, a Lord of Highgarden, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess not if both of them are dead, though. Well, Tyrion. Yeah, we we're saying Tyrion. Tyrion's gonna kill Tyrion. Yeah, and then Jamie. But then, yeah. Yeah, so there might be nobody left <laughs> to give Ron what he wants. Yeah. Ron might not get anything yeah. after all. And then he might kill John after he becomes king because he didn't get what he was promised. Yeah, I, I really don't see John sitting on the Iron Throne. I can't see. he. I mean, people might respect him or whatever. He, he just has never wanted it. So I just feel like it would be weird <laughs> if now all of a sudden... He's yeah, but I think that it. I think that fits right into the advisors' play. Yeah, like it makes them go back into their ruling ways of having basically a king that you know doesn't really know how government works and and whatever. He's just the face, 
and Varys and Tyrion are really going to be the guys if Tyrion lives yeah. would be the guys that that run the show if, which is how it it happened before if you want that to really be the thing then Gendry has to be on the Iron Throne yeah yeah you know because think... he's the one that's like I have no clue what I'm doing yeah I, yeah I, the more I, I think I, I feel like obviously I don't know who's going to be on the Iron Throne obviously but it, I think Gendry makes sense, but he just has been such a minor character for like the majority of the show. It just kind of seems weird that up oh, he's I he's know, a new I, leader. But that but that's what kind of makes it like uh, perfect. Yeah, you know. But do they not have but a leader? That was, I don't know. Is it just like, like is it just like complete anarchy? Yeah, like everyone. Yeah, like like know, like takes John care of themselves. Yeah, is yeah. it basically like just a giant revolution then? Yeah, and like that's how they end, which actually would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, like if if the Iron Throne sits empty and like nobody wants it. Yeah, like Sansa will be like, "We'll destroy the Iron Throne." Yeah, and I feel like it's gonna get destroyed, like in the battle at some point. Like the whole the whole castle is just yeah, like a rubble. dragon's gonna like light up the iron throne and melt it or something. Or yeah, now isn't there still all that wildfire underneath the city too, or no? No, Cersei used it to blow up the citadel. Oh, okay. So there's nothing, none of that left. Not probably not. Hmm. Because that was literally like all of it. Yeah. You know, because Tyrion used like half of it for for the Black Blackwater, Day. which was such a great scene, ah, such a great yeah. episode. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Huh. But everything must come to an end. 